Good morning, and welcome to Winners Win Live. I'm Christopher Coakley, president of Surge 365, and I just want to spend some time with you getting your month off to a fast start. You know, you hear me say all the time, 90% of winning is that space between your two ears. And so in probably one of the most important months of the year, October, I want to make sure that we work a little bit on that space between your two ears before you take off and explode your business this month. Because this month, and the reason I say it's so important, is the month that'll give you the momentum to really make it through November and December, through the holiday months, and set you up for a phenomenal 2022. And so what you do this month is going to be very important. It's pivotal to how you're gonna succeed going forward and start off the next year. And so we wanna get you off to the right type of start. We want you to build your business the right way. But before I go into this, I, it, it's, it's so important that you understand that, that setting your goals is the most important thing you gotta do to start the month off. Now, I'm a day late. This is the second of the month. If you have not sat down and set your goals, then you need to make sure you do that right now. You it is the absolute first thing you need to do today is set your goal for October. And make sure that goal is stretchingly realistic, but don't base it on what you did in the past. Don't base it on whether you hit your goal last month. The past is the past. Your past does not dictate your future. And unfortunately, that's the problem most people have. They decide how far they're going to reach based on how far they've gotten. And that's never been the case. When you look at anything or anyone that's winning, you're looking at something that's doing things that's never been done before. We've got businessmen going out of space. They have no reference for that. They, that's never, that space program has always been a governmental program. There was nothing, there was a reference for private industry going into space. They had to, they had to, to dream it and, con, and believe it to conceive that, you know? I mean, even if you look at just sports, I think this past weekend, uh, we had someone kick the longest field goal in history. You know, I mean, when you, when you, when the coach called that play, he knew it had never been done, but he didn't let that stop him from calling that play. And so he did, and that kicker kicked the longest field goal in history and they won that game um, by just a point or so. So everything great is based on someone believing it can happen. And so I want you to set your goal based on what you want to happen. Now I do want it to be stretchingly realistic but I don't want it to be based on the past. I want it to be based on what you want to go do this month because the principle I truly believe is the harder you work, the luckier you get is what I call it. See, if you really, really, really want to achieve a goal bigger than anything you've achieved so far and you set out to do everything possible to hit that goal, you'll run into the right person that's just sick and tired enough that's just fed up, that really wants something different. And that person will explode your business. 
that person will take your business to the next level. See, I'll give you a personal example of what I mean. When I first joined this industry, when I first joined this industry, the guy that brought us to the meeting didn't come back the following week. See, based on him not having the success that he wanted, he didn't even think of the potential that I and some others might have. He just assumed we probably fizzle out just like everybody else he tried to recruit. And so he never came back. And over the next 90 days, we proceeded to put over 120 people in our team. See, he met one person that would, was responsible for adding 120 people to his team, 40 or so in the first month, and over 120 over three months. There was only one problem. He never came back. See, all of a sudden, there was 100 people piling into the meeting. And they said, wow, that's great. Whose team are you on? And I said, I don't know. A guy invited me, and did he never came back? See, don't let your past make you miss the future you've always wanted. Is that a deal? So let's run through some principles real quick uh, that I think will help you build your business. See, I want to start with the stages of multi-level marketing, of network marketing, because I think the most important thing you can do in building your business and adding new business partners is you got to truly understand what you're doing. It's kind of like we say, you got to begin with the end in mind. And so you got to treat people in a way that they get it. This is not something that people go to school for. Most people don't train to become a multi-level marketer or a network marketer. Most people have no idea what the concept is and whatever idea they have in their head 90% of the time is wrong. You know, I saw an old friend of mine posted something on Facebook. And they said, you know, I, I never knew anyone to be successful in one of those pyramid businesses, but Chris Copley. That's, that's what they posted. And, and, I, and I, of course, my immediate reaction was, what's a pyramid business? Like, really? <laughs> I've been in this industry 35 years, that's how long ago it's been since we were in college together. And your take on what I do is, it's one of those, this is exactly what he said, high risk pyramid businesses. That's gotta be the worst description of what we do I've, I've, I've ever heard. First of all, a pyramid is illegal. Second of all, it costs, less than a cell phone to join. How, how can you take something that costs less than a cell phone and call it high risk? What are you going to lose? So if you go all in 
and you don't make it, it's the equivalent of one of the last 12 cell phones you bought. If you have an iPhone, that iPhone 13 is coming out right now. <laughs> so that means you spent what it takes to go in this business 13 times just to have a better camera on your phone to take pictures. <laughs> How in the world does that fall in the category of high risk? So, so people's perception, even over the years, 90% of the time is wrong. And, and you got to help people to understand what we do and then come to believe that they can succeed at what we do in order for them to put in the real effort it takes to, to, to have success. Because... People don't, and here's the absolute truth. You can say what you want, but I can tell if somebody sold out by their activity. Because if you really believe in something, you'll give it everything you got. So if you're dragging your feet, if you're barely working, if you're barely showing up, if you're barely prospecting, it's because you barely believe you can win. It's just that simple. You can blame it on anything else you want. But the reality is, it's because you don't believe. It's just that simple. So let's look at these stages. <clears throat> when you bring someone into this industry, the way you bring them in is pivotal. Because if you don't bring them in where they truly understand what they're here to do, it could destroy your relationship with that person going forward and they'll never achieve their goals and dreams. And you can't blame it on them. It's your fault. Because you didn't bring them in the right way. So when I talk to people about this business, I, I, I take them to the 30,000 foot view where we're above the business looking down at what's the purpose of the business. And the purpose of the business is to share an opportunity for people to make money and achieve their goals and dreams through a home-based business. That's, that's the 30,000 foot view. It's, it's not so they can travel. It's not Travel is cheap. All those things we have. But the 30,000 foot view of a McDonald's is to sell a franchise where the owner makes money. The 30,000 foot view isn't we need you to buy a franchise because we need more hamburgers. is a, a franchise that'll make that owner money, guaranteed. The McDonald's model is guaranteed to work and make money. The question is how many McDonald's franchises do you want to own? 
See, our business model, guaranteed to make money. It works. The question is, how many people will you help make money? Now, if you're talking to someone about anything other than that, you're not introducing them to the business the right way. If you're talking to them about being a travel agent, it's like trying to get someone to, my, to buy a McDonald's by showing them how to make a hamburger. Now, eventually, every owner of a McDonald's learns how to make a hamburger, eventually because you've got to understand how your business operates. But that's not where they start. That's not why they're there. That's not why you put in an application and put down a million dollars to learn how to make a hamburger. You do that to buy a business that makes money. So how you look at the business, how you explain the business is absolutely pivotal, especially in the formative stage. From the day they join to four weeks, what they learn is what they'll use as the foundation of their business. So however you recruit them is how they're gonna try to recruit others. However you explain the business, is how they're gonna try to explain the business. And so you have got to do this right. This is the foundation of how they build their business. And so you've got to step-by-step step make sure that you've outlined what their first four weeks are gonna be like. From coming in as a junior executive and then showing them the different videos that they should watch, spending quality time with them to build a relationship and learn about what motivates them, learn their goals and dreams, learn about their family, learn about their why. It's, a, it's essential. You cannot coach a person you don't take the time to get to know. You don't know what motivates them. You don't know what they care about. You don't know what makes them cry. You don't know what makes them mad. And so you got to take time in that first four weeks to build a relationship with the person. You got to help them introduce the business to others so they can watch you do it multiple times so that they get it and they get it right. You got to spend some time practice drilling, rehearsing with them what to say, what to do. That first four weeks is so important because they will build their business on top of that information. And then you move into the concentration stage. That's from the end of that first month to the end of that first year, where they take everything you taught them in a formative stage, and then they just pass that on to people. Focus on developing more people. 
You're going to stumble forward. You're going to make some mistakes, but you just got to keep working with people because this is the stage where you begin to learn, truly learn about people. So you know how you learn about people? You know how you become great with people? By working with people. <laughs> people will teach you everything you need to know. And the more people you work with, the more you learn. And the faster you do that, the faster you learn. Because at the end of the day, we're in the people business. We're not in the travel business. We're in the people business. 30,000 foot view. We show people a system to make money and achieve their goals and dreams in a home-based business. We show people. And let me just say this, because sometimes, I, you know, in our attempts to take shortcuts, we try to show organizations. And I want you to understand something. We show people. A lot of you spend a lot of time and energy chasing whole organizations. You can't show an organization. You can show a person that may be part of an organization that they can then go show people in their organization. Your focus has always have to be on the person. It's the way it's built. See, at the end of that first year of learning, practicing, drilling, rehearsing with people, actual people, you move into the momentum stage. See, this is 18 months to two years where you just absolutely blitz and start a compounding effect. Because now it's not just you who were in the concentration stage, but you've got seven to 10 key people going through the concentration stage of learning to master the art of serving people. And it creates momentum. It creates a compounding effect. Which leads you to four. Four is stability. From three years in the industry to forever, you should be in a state of financial independence. Your business should earn you enough money to be financially and physically free. That's what you're fighting for. A three-year game plan. Now, some of you say, Chris, I've been around longer than three years, but have you done all four steps? Because if you haven't, that's the problem. And so make today the first day of the rest of your life and begin to teach everyone you bring on board the right way to do it in the formative stage. Move into the concentration stage and start to really, really learn 
accept that we're in the people business and learn how to deal with people and then do a lot in a short period of time to cause that explosion into momentum so that you can achieve step four, which is stability. Does that make sense? Five building blocks to winning. Some of you heard me cover this before. I'm gonna cover it real quickly. I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on it this week because it is a two hour class in itself, but I'm gonna throw them out there because I want you to kind of digest some of this very quickly. So step number one is 90% of winning the space between your two ears. I tell you that a million times. Some of you don't believe me, but I am telling you, if you control your mind, the rest will follow. You got to control that rock star within you. You've got to control it. Become obsessed with goal setting and goal hitting. You got to become, you should be looking at it two, three times a day at your goals. Once you set the goals, write your goals down, and two or three times a day, remind yourself of why you're paying this price. Number two, leadership is learned, so learn it. You're not automatically a leader. You got to learn what leadership means and how leaders act, how leaders walk, how leaders talk, what leaders believe. Fastest way to learn it, read. Read. Second fastest way to learn it, find a mentor that's a leader and copy. Copy what they do. You got to build a business within a business. What does that mean? What the business you're building should model the company you're in. Nothing amazes me more than a business and then the people in it go do something totally opposite of what the business is doing. You're building a business within a business. Every McDonald's does what McDonald's started doing. You don't buy a McDonald's and then change the menu. If there's a change in the menu, it comes from the top. And when the top changes the menu, when the McDonald's Corporation Research and Development Department decides that a McRib is a good idea, every McDonald's sells that McRib. They don't say, well, when I bought it, it was only burgers. I'm going to just keep it burgers. Or instead of a McRib, I don't eat pork. I'm going to do a McVeggie sandwich. No. Whatever McDonald's Corporation Research and Development comes up with, every McDonald's, even though they're independently owned, sells it. Because you're building a business within a business. Well, so are you. Some of you wonder, why you're not succeeding as fast as? Because you're changing the menu. And see guys, it don't even matter if the menu is perfect or if everything on it is good or what matters is that if someone 
goes into a McDonald's looking for something that they like and know McDonald's sells and doesn't find it, the whole system breaks down. So if it's the time of the year that they sell McRib, there shouldn't be a McDonald's in the world that I can't find a McRib. I remember Sonic came out with a peanut butter shake. And my cousin loved this peanut butter shake. I don't eat peanut butter. My cousin loved this peanut butter shake. And we were driving cross country and he saw a sign that a rest area sign that said there was a Sonic. And so he decided to get off the exit to go get a peanut butter shake. And the Sonic turned out to be about two miles off the exit. So we got off the exit and drove two miles out of our way so he could get that peanut butter shake from Sonic. And when he got to the Sonic, that Sonic did not have peanut butter shakes. <laughs> You talk about ruining someone's day. You talk about ruining someone's attitude. My cousin must have spent the next three hours that we were in that car together complaining about the fact of how in the world could they not have the peanut butter shake. See, their whole system in his eyes broke down. Because apparently they don't demand that every Sonic carry the same thing. I guess not. Or either that Sonic owner just chose not to listen. And the business model broke down. You got to live in daytight compartments. And this is what I was talking about, about don't let your past dictate your future. See, when a day is over, it's in the past. Whether it was a great day or bad day, it's still in the past. Neither great nor bad has anything to do with how today's going to be. See, what determines today is you, your attitude, your actions. And when today's over, you know what's going to determine tomorrow? Your attitude and your actions tomorrow. You got to live in daytight compartments especially mentally. You cannot carry over the mentality from the day before or the week before or the month before or the year before or your childhood if you want to be successful. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's just a reality. See, I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. Because if I know you care, then I know what you know is going to be for the benefit of others. If you don't care, then what you know could be used as a weapon. I don't, I don't want to be 
on the end of your weapon, nor do I want to learn how to weaponize anything against others. And so for people to have trust and be able to follow you, they got to know that you care. And they won't know that if you don't spend time getting to know people. It's just a fact. You have to know this about yourself. Number four, are you pain or pleasure motivated? I truly believe this is the number one reason why people don't do what they need to do. I hear people all the time talk about, oh, I'm a procrastinator or this, that, and the other. All of that is based in whether you are a pain or pleasure motivated person. Because if you understand which person you are, then you'll know how to get you moving. See, I'm, I'm more pain motivated than pleasure. I, I, I grew up with so little that it doesn't really motivate me to, ju to just buy things or have nice things. What motivates me is to not lose what I have. Every time I build to a level, I continue to fight not to drop below that level. I learn about pleasure as I go. I learn what type of house I like as I go. I didn't know about nice houses when I was little. Nobody I knew lived in one. I learned about cars as I go. I didn't, nobody had a really, really nice or expensive car when I was growing up. So I wasn't motivated that I needed to buy those things. I was motivated that I needed a car and I was motivated not to have it repossessed. I was motivated that I needed a house and I was motivated not to get kicked out of it. I was motivated to take care of my mom so my mom wouldn't have to struggle anymore and I wouldn't have to see her working 16 hour days and her feet hurting and her crying at the table because she still don't have enough money to pay the bill. That's pain is what motivated me. And now that I'm in a situation where there's not a lot of pain in my life, I become a little more motivated by pleasure and goals. But still, hidden underneath is a layer of concern about losing the house I'm living in now, losing the cars that I have, losing all my investments, losing all my savings, losing my ability to be free, losing my ability to travel the world, losing, see underneath is that still that layer of pain that keeps me getting up every day and going to work. You know, I, I was laughing the other day as I was talking to someone about kind of like hurricane preparedness, you know, Texas, we have to prepare for, you know, you know, storms and, and uh, that could potentially knock out power and water and all these things for weeks at a time. And now we even have to compare, prepare for climate change and the freeze that can knock out the power grid and all. See, 
there's a level of, of the potential pain that that would cause that motivates me. I've spent thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. And we talked about this because so many people we talk to have it. They're completely aware of the potential. Yet they go through life like most likely it won't happen. And most likely it won't. But me, see, I'm motivated by the potential pain. And so I've spent thousands on generators and solar panels and extra food and extra water. And, and some might say, that's crazy, Chris. Now for me, gives me that level of comfort that there will not be pain if any of those things happen. I will still have power and water and food and all the essentials to survive for months. Why am I like that? Because when Hurricane Ike came through, I was completely unprepared. And for two weeks, the power was out. I had no cash because I didn't bother to take any out of the bank. And because there was no power, the banks were not open and the ATMs didn't work. And so for two weeks, I was broke, dead broke. Even though I had money in the bank, I was dead broke for two weeks. I couldn't buy a loaf of bread. I couldn't buy gas. We were in Texas with no electricity, which meant no air conditioning, no fan, a hundred plus degree heat for two weeks. In the first few days, because of no electricity, all the food started to go bad in the refrigerators and freezers. We had to cook as much of it as we could. I never felt so devastated in my life. And I've been prepared ever since that day. <laughs> so what type of person are you? Are you pain motivated? Then you need to think about when you set your goals, how to avoid the pain. And if you're pleasure motivated, then you need to make a list of how you're going to reward yourself when you hit your goal with something that makes you feel really, really good. That'll make you jump out of bed and go to work every day because you know at the end of this month, I'm going to Disneyland. If that's what makes you feel good. But if you don't know which one you are and you don't use that to control the way you think and what you do, then you just wander through the month and before you know it, the month's over and you haven't achieved anything. So whether you're paying a pleasure person is very important. Five, this is the most important thing you can learn in a people business. Negatives up. If you have a problem, if you have a concern, if you have an issue, you talk to your upline. If you don't get it resolved there, you go to their upline. If you don't get it resolved there, you go to their upline. Eventually, you're going to end up at me or Scott. And in our combined 80 years experience in this business, I'm sure we can help you resolve it. 
But the second part of that is positives all around. Do not share it with your sideline partners. Do not share that negativity with your downline. Nothing spreads and does more damage to people than negativity. You could spend every minute building an incredible business and destroy it with negativity. I mean, it's just, now most people, this is, it sounds like it makes sense, but most people fail at this because the world tends to thrive on negativity. So most of you come from backgrounds where negativity is normal. So it's a normal part of who you are to spread rumors, talk about people, uh, uh, be sarcastic. Uh, these are things that some people actually uh, uh, applaud as part of their personality. We have terms for haters and all this other kind of terms we, we have. Number one thing that will destroy a people business, that is the kryptonite to people, negativity. It will bring your business and income to a screeching halt. And yet I see so many people participate and destroy their business, destroy their reputation, destroy their credibility. So number five, you absolutely have to do. And I'll end with the quick six steps to goal setting. Hey, make sure you have a clear, concise mental picture of what you want to achieve. Make sure you decide what price are you willing to pay to make that goal happen. Usually price means how much time out of your life are you willing to give up to do what it takes to make that goal happen. Number three, make sure you give that goal a time frame and a deadline. Don't just say, I want to get promoted. Say you want to get promoted by what date? Don't just say, I want to make $1,000. Say you want to make $1,000. <coughs> by what date? Don't just say, I want a new car. Say you want a new car by what date? Don't just say you want to move into a new house. Say you want to move into a new house by what date? then what's your game plan to achieve it? And since you're building a company within a company, I'm sure that the company has a game plan for you to achieve your goal. So if you follow the game plan that's already been put in place, it's simple. Number five, write that goal down on a three by five index card and carry it with you everywhere you go so that two to three times a day, you can remind yourself of why you're working so hard, why you're sacrificing, why you're giving up your time. You gotta look at them. And then I usually set my goals on what I call the five Fs. You could do this, do this too or not. I'm just sharing with you what I focus on. And every month I set a goal Faith, I set a goal for my family. I set a goal for my finances. I set a goal for my fitness, my health. And I set a goal to make sure I do something 
that I like to do to have fun every single month. Every single month, I do something in these areas in life because this is what's important to me. My faith, my family, my finances, because I have that fear of losing, my fitness, because I want to be here to enjoy my faith and family and finances as long as possible. And I don't ever want to forget to enjoy the process. Don't put off all your fun until some imaginary end of the road when you have achieved everything. You got to have fun along the way. You got to make the journey <clears throat> fun. That's the objective is make the journey fun. I hope some of this helps you to uh, get your month off to a fast start and really go out and achieve your goals and dreams. I'll see you guys at the top. I mean, the tip top, I mean, the very top. I'll talk to you guys next time on Winners Win Live.